Hello and welcome to another Light Reading Executive Spotlight Q&A. My name is Phil Harvey. I'm an editor here at Light Reading and joining me today on the on this uh, special sponsored podcast is uh, Jens Voigt. He is the head of product management for Blue Marble. That's the digital BSS at Comviva. Jens, how are you today? I'm fine. Thanks, Phil, for having me. Great to have you on the program. And, um, you know, it's it's really interesting that we're talking about BSS because it's one of the, um, I think, uh, maybe high, most highly underrated things that, uh, that are in telecom networks now because of all the uh, functions uh, that it enables and sort of uh, unlocks for carriers. And uh, uh, the theme of this and maybe even the title of it is, you know, of this discussion is, is how we're going to evolve the telecom BSS to capture uh, or to enable uh, communication service providers to uh, grow their revenue in the future. Um, so I guess the, given that that's the theme, the most likely question that comes to mind is why does the BSS need to evolve in the first place? I think there are a number of, of things. And, and as you said, like BSS is becoming something of a renaissance in, in terms of discussions, which we're currently seeing. And, and that's driven by a number of things like new expectations on customer experience driven by the experience users or customers have from, from uh, other things. And then uh, telecommunication service provider trying to broaden their portfolios and all these things meeting something where a large a large number of of operators are still struggling to sort of see how their bss infrastructure can sort of cope with that we've just done a survey around 75 it executives globally and and more than 60% that said that their bss is not ready for the future requirements demands that they that they see and that's all around complexity of today's uh, the legacy customizations, uh, it's about the time to market, uh, to launch new uh, offers and new business models. Uh, and all that uh, sort of drives, drives sort of the renewed interest in sort of how do we move our BSS forward into the future uh, to make it be ready for all the things we need to, we need to cover in the, in the future. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the, the, there's a couple of really key things to what you said there. The first thing, well, and, and first I want to clarify too, for, for any of our mobile listeners, this is not a uh, 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 base station related. I know there's a BSS uh, base station acronym out there, but no, this is business support systems if you haven't figured that out already. And uh, this is the part of the telco that uh, controls uh, you know, customer databases, sales management, and really the business of delivering uh, you know, orders or services. Um, that being said, one of the key things Jens just pointed out was time to market. And that seems to be something that comes up over and over again uh, when it relates to telecos evolve, uh, or CSPs evolving their infrastructure in general is not just can they deliver new services, but how quickly, because the kinds of competition that they're up against now is probably more varied than ever, um, and, and so that's that's becoming an interesting, uh, you know, uh, I guess market force that's that's bearing down on them. Uh, Jens, uh, what do you see as some of the trends in how uh, the BSS category is evolving? 
Yeah, but what we see is sort of that uh, we're moving away from like it, it used to be. And as you rightfully said, like BSS is a lot about customer relationship and you, you had specific systems and you had specific systems for a, a certain line of business, whether it was your mobile business and then you had a totally different infrastructure covering your fixed line. Uh, and that sort of reflects up to the experience that the customer had. And, and we are seeing that we're getting more to a, a modular layered architecture where all the all the customer touch points, whether they are agent-based or digital, and obviously digital is becoming a more and more important and has received an additional push now in during the COVID uh, pandemic uh, that everybody's trying to get uh, digital. But then the experience should be the same independently of the channel. And that means that you need to have some kind of infrastructure that sort of serves all the uh, all the channels and then uh, underlying that sort of are the systems that sort of drive the information whether it's sort of the as you said custom information uh, the billing the uh, commerce experience to buying and upselling and serving existing customers with new propositions uh, but also uh, what, what we see is sort of extending that beyond the typical telco services uh, but mm -hmm. rather creating an ecosystem with additional services and that's where fast time to market becomes uh even more critical because then it's like adding streaming services or audio services to the to the to the mix and then it's really a competitive situation like what's the benefit of using of providing that as part of a telco offering rather than as a standalone and so that that's some of the th and, and really sort of breaking down the existing silos and and legacy IT components uh, into a more a, a modular approach that is sort of something that uh, we see currently very much as as, as a driving point uh, in that yeah that's interesting architectural it, renewal of bss yeah exactly we, we, because anybody who's been around or or heard about these systems you know over time can certainly understand why telcos have have left them alone for so long <laughs> if it's <laughs> if it's working and it's bringing in revenue it, it, it these systems are very complex and they're very hard to change but of course, um, you know the demands of customers and the kind of the reality of business suggests that they that they that they have to. Um, I think about too, like uh, you know, especially with businesses um, merging or providing new and different services. My personal experience—I uh, won't name the telco—but you know, my broadband provider um, in the past, uh, I had that same provider for a mobile network and for a fixed line network. And I had two completely different IDs that I had to log in to two different billing systems. I had to enter my credit card number two separate times. And this was all the same company and it had been the same company for a long, long time. And so only recently, only in the past couple of years have those systems even merged together. And even then when I get so far into requesting, um, assistance of some sort in that, uh, thing um it'll it'll just kind of stop me down and say you need to go to the store or you need to call us you know over the phone or something like that so those old systems are incredibly complex they're running a they're you know they're responsible for managing lots and lots of business and lots and lots of revenue and uh and and they they kind of hit their limit at some point um so you can um so i i can certainly appreciate where you're coming from in terms of how um how and why the BSS needs to evolve. Um, okay, so when the BSS evolves, how does that help 
uh, uh, communication service providers grow their business? Well, the, the first thing, as you said, like, and, and we have similar examples where customers had like the first question when you would go to their website is, is like, do you want to buy something as a fixed subscription or a mobile subscription? And once you are sort of down that down that rabbit hole of either fixed or mobile, there is no way of sort of upselling or cross-selling things and uh, doing something like bundling, saying, okay, if you buy the fix with me, like the example you had, if you buy the fix with me, I can also give you like a super good deal on, on a mobile. And if you can't do that, that's sort of already something that is a competitive disadvantage or turned around. That's where you, you grow the business sort of taking the existing customer base and, and upselling with interesting propositions. And that's where also this ecosystem comes in. But that requires exactly, like you said, a, a system that uh, manages sort of all the all the products and all the propositions, whether it's single products or bundles, uh, and does that consistently across all the channels and gives, whether it's agents, uh, an easy way of doing that and uh, or consumers on digital channels and on the and what we also see is on the on the bss side or in in general on on growing business we see uh, a increasing uh, demand for new enterprise b2b offerings with virtualized infrastructure uh, which is driven a lot by 5g services that come up uh, bundling that really with sort of innovative solutions around uh virtual reality, augmented reality, and really packaging that uh, as telco services together with partner services in an ecosystem uh, where we see that also enterprises will be sort of a, a new thing. And again, there, you, you need to have a BSS infrastructure that sort of supports creating these kind of innovative product propositions very quickly and very easily and focused on specific uh, enterprise demands, virtual solu uh, vertical solutions, rather than just selling connectivity uh, to to enterprises. Yeah, that's a great point because a lot of the um, the uh, communication service providers have realized that they can't possibly invent everything, especially that their enterprise customers need. But they can be an excellent um, uh, path to the customer for multiple partners, you know, that are in their ecosystem. So. Can they also be the front end to the customer? Can they also help in the delivery, the billing, the, uh, you know, giving that customer the convenience of just dealing with one company and one invoice, you know, for all of those services, especially like you said, in some of these emerging areas, private networks, uh, 5G networks, um, we're hearing a lot of, of enterprises that, you know, the, it's interesting, the advent of 5G networks, even though people aren't really using private 5G as much, it has excited them, uh, enterprises, to check out private networks in general, um, because I think they're seeing, uh, you know, the the advantage of that, especially as more and more people, uh, you know, are not necessarily located in an office, <laughs> you know, having, <laughs> having a private network and being able to control things remotely um, certainly, uh, certainly works out to the advantage of some businesses. Um, let's see, let's talk about how else, uh, you know, communication service providers, um, or, or maybe what else they need to do in order to, uh, achieve revenue growth other than just, um, you know, like you said, having a flexible BSS so that they can, uh, onboard partners and, and offer, uh, 
new combinations or new bundles of services, what else can they be doing? Yeah, I think I think as you as you mentioned, there is sort of the technology part and the BSS part to the whole question of how you do that. But then getting into the game of partnerships and and sort of taking different elements of a solution, uh, I think that's beyond the technology, a a sort of setup thing and and evolving and and nurturing these partnerships uh, and and then obviously there is sort of the gray area or the the thing where with the hyperscalers that are also now moving in and we've mentioned like 5g uh, but moving into sort of op- offering marketplaces on communication services so that's where these things between having a partnership and becoming competitive th- that's sort of where it's becoming more and more important taking a strategic approach to BSS, not just only a technology and a solution and IT thing, but sort of how do I leverage all the things that um, a more flexible and agile BSS gives me uh, in, in terms of driving that with the right partners, with the right offerings, for example, in vertical segments or uh, specific solutions for uh, a consumer uh, customer segment uh, and, and really beyond technology drive uh, business uh, with partners. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's 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 certainly you, you make a great point that it it, it is a a you, we keep using this term evolution. It is an evolution. It's not it's not a uh, buy the software package and everything will work out great. <laughs> it's like you do have to slowly, steadily change your business. You know, in the process of this, but it's but these systems are great because they're um, you know they're built with that and that event that uh, that end game in mind. And they will help you get from, you know, this sort of legacy environment where people are just having to um, come up with custom code and write things, you know, just just for a single service and a single network to this uh, reality where things are a little more flexible. And, uh, you know, and you can and, and by flexibility, like we said earlier, you know, you can have that time to market advantage that right now a lot of the communication service providers are losing to the cloud players and some of the newer uh, well, even to the cable operators, I mean, that's one of the other, you know, in the t- the telcos versus the cables, uh, cable operators, one of the um, surprising stories of this year is just the mobile growth. Uh, a, a lot of it coming from the bundling that cable operators have been able to do, and they've been able to bundle services a lot more effectively than telcos could. I, I suspect yeah. that, that that's largely because of the backend infrastructure uh, and how, how flexible it is, but I don't want to... I don't want to get into that too much. Um, let's talk about that evolution, though. So the last question here, you know, we've had a, a, a nice discussion about sort of, you know, how a, a, an evolved BSS can enable uh, communication service providers and, and put them in the right position for future revenue growth. Um, how do they address this BSS evolution in a, in a practical way? I mean, what, what we've seen is, and, and that's sort of where also where Blue Marble comes in at a, as a very modular, microservices-based, TM form standards-based BSS ecosystem of components. Uh, we see that there's no one-way serves all or fits every everybody. Uh, we see a, a few patterns coming in. Uh, one is sort of really what we call an overlay solution. So you introduce something between all the different channels and touch points, and we see more channels evolving uh, by the day and the existing infrastructure, which helps you uh, to decouple the two things. Uh, Because honestly, doing a BSS transformation is normally not a simple thing. 
uh, and and sort of separating the channels and hiding the complexity of that happens in a BSS transformation and and decomposing that uh, from the channels is is one of the key things and and we can we've seen this in several of our clients being done very quickly and, and that's really leveraging then all the benefits of having a omni-channel experience uh, uh, across all the products, lines of business, and, and then sort of taking the next step uh, underneath that in terms of figuring out what the IT infrastructure is that you need to, to do that. Another pattern we see is sort of because a lot of BSS and, and IT infrastructure is really legacy, very old, highly customized over many, many years, and things have been added and i think the first thing is sort of breaking that apart and taking modular components uh whether it's sort of uh, supporting a a sales journey or supporting digital channels and or extracting a inflexible product catalog out of a system and then having that as a standalone component uh or doing an order management transformation uh, out of a system that sort of had this super highly customized uh, so really decomposing that and really having a stepwise approach seems to be something that we we also see uh, because it just reduces the risk and again having this modular composable bss infrastructure helps you sort of taking steps and evaluating after each step sort of what's the right direction and whether it really helps uh, and then for some of the new services we also see that that people deliberately say i want to have something that is really modern agile where i can try out especially in new services if you look at new enterprise services just have something that is not not trying to sort of put this into the legacy system, but rather have a very flexible system uh, that they can use to uh, evaluate market interest, value propositions very quickly, and, and then sort of have a strategy of saying, okay, once we stabilize like what we want to do, where the sweet spot is for our offering in the market we are operating in, uh, then we sort of discuss how we sort of put these things together and, and evolve the, the overall BSS. So, the, so as I said, there is no single answer to that. It really depends on the market, the different uh, business models. Uh, but that's uh, where especially sort of having a modular solution, which is very agile, which can be in easily integrated because of the standard APIs, uh, is is important to move that forward. Yeah, I think helping, you know, I think telcos and, and, and other communication service providers that are um, thinking in terms of, you know, uh, advancing their revenue growth, adding new communication services, or you know, becoming part of a larger partner ecosystem. I think they need to talk to specialists, even you know, e even if they're part of you know, they've had a, a a legacy vendor that they you know that that they've got on well with for years and years and years. I think they need to talk to specialists in this space because it always helps to know what's possible and what's on the cutting edge, and talk to folks who are um, who are in this every day. Uh, because it it can open their eyes to uh, not only to what's possible, but like you said, how you can uh, you know evolve at your own pace in practical terms, and not you know and not have to overhaul the whole thing at once, or or uh, uh, or subject your users to any more complexity than is absolutely necessary. Um, 
Well, that's uh, uh, that's a great place to uh, to wrap it up for today. Uh, for any more of this, please uh, uh, please do go talk to the folks at Comviva. Uh, Jens Voigt, uh, head of product management for Blue Marble, uh, which is Comviva's digital VSS. Thank you so much for uh, for taking time to talk to us here on the Executive Spotlight. Phil, thanks a lot for the great conversation. All right. Mm-hmm.